This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 116. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always, my co-host, Adam Bell. Greetings, Peter. How are you today? Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing all right. It's Friday, and Mm -hmm. um, the weather's kind of nice, although it's starting to cloud up a little bit. It's still getting warmer, so looking forward to going for a run in uh, 50-degree weather after this episode nice i need to i need to go do a run i need to run like three miles um i just i do it's part of our exercise and i i am failing falling behind right now (laughs) but i do falling falling and failing yeah (laughs) yeah because crossfit's not happening you know this is true i was thinking about that today i was trying to you know think about some things where like how, how things are going to change, right? You know, mm-hmm. like with this new normal and stuff. And, you know, I, I'm thinking that, uh, like someone was saying on a podcast recently, like, you know, handshakes are done. Like, you know, handshakes are just going to be gone from society. I don't know if I agree with that just yet. But assuming that they do, you know, get lessened to some degree. Yeah. Um, like, what does that mean, though, for contact sports like jujitsu and Krav Maga? And, you know, the one thing that goes interesting, I realized that this past year, I think, was the first time when I haven't had a really bad cold since I've moved to the city. And every year prior, I would always get a bad cold, not necessarily the flu. I don't think I've had the flu in several years, but I would get a really bad cold like twice a year for like several days, you know, the whole sinus thing and then the coughing and congestion and stuff would stick with me for for days at a time. Mm -hmm. And I have to think that the reason is because I haven't actively been doing contact sports for just over a year. (laughs) Your head has not been under somebody's armpit in a year. <laughs> Bingo. So anyway, if you're looking at the video and you're wondering why the angle's a little weird, it's because I've redone, as I was telling you, Adam, uh, talking to the listener now, uh, redone my off my office setup and stuff. So my microphone is up there, Adam is here, and my video is down here. So apologies if it looks like I'm staring off into space. I am. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so um, so what's happening on your end of the uh, the, uh, the the spectrum and the equator and whatnot? Uh, everything is still kind of in a weird status quo of you know, like you said, no handshaking. No, I mean, I, I think handshaking will definitely come back uh, because I I kind of feel like I was a sterile handshaker anyway, uh, meaning I like at church, you know, I shake a whole lot of people's hands. We mm-hmm. go out to lunch. First thing I do is I, I got to wash my hands. I've right. touched a lot of people today. <laughs> but, but if you ever look like if you're ever in a public restroom, God help you. Um, <laughs> and you look around at what other people are doing. Oh, my uh, goodness. 
Doesn't that make you just not want to shake hands? <laughs> yeah, it does make me not want to shake hands. Because I don't, I mean, I feel like I am unusual in that I stop and actually wash my hands. Yeah. And use soap. Yeah. And, <laughs> and keep going. Don't stop there. <laughs> and I might even dry my hands if there's paper. It, if possible, I will use the touchless hand dryer rather than taking my dirty, my clean fingers and putting them on the dirty handle and rolling out some paper because the guy before me, he, he, he just brushed his hands near the water. I don't even know that. I think he turned on the water and pretended he didn't want the inconvenience of having his fingers wet, but he didn't want to look like he hadn't washed his hands. Right, exactly. <laughs> Keeping up appearances. But, but, but keep going, keep going. How about when you get out of the restroom? Oh, well, you got to touch something if you want to get out the door handle. <laughs> I mean, ideally, not always, right? I mean, there are some places that are touchless, like in, you know, all the major airports now, you notice like all the entrance are like you go into this little maze and stuff. Yeah, I, I like that. Right. And, um, you know, that, that was because of disease spread. That's mm -hmm. why that they have those there. Um, that, you know, automatic doors are great, but I, I just think it's kind of funny, like, um, uh, my local Wegmans, for instance, they have a, a pretty interesting setup where there's um, a soap dispenser, mm -hmm. and then next to that is the water faucet, and then next to that is a dryer. Yeah, and it's all in one, you know, uh, one one thing. So I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Does it um, blow the water on you though when you do it the It does kind of blow a little bit of water back at you, yes. <laughs> yeah. But but the other part which what I like is when you leave the restroom, it's a push to get out. Mm -hmm. So I can just push out with my foot. Yes. Because I hate getting into a restroom and then being stuck like I've gone through all that. <laughs> now to get out, I have to wash my hands or I have to, you know, hold the handle and then to get out I have to wash my hands again. Or I have to carry a you know an infected piece of paper towel out with me. Yeah. And at the hospital where I've worked, I noticed there's one restroom where they there's always a pile of paper towels on the floor immediately outside the men's room. That's so irritating. <laughs> because there's you know that there there should be a receptacle right there or the yeah. door shouldn't. But the thing that really takes me off is of course there's a um, a trash can behind you in the bathroom. Which uh -huh. you can't get, you cannot physically, like, unless you have it sopping full of water, there's no way you can throw a piece of paper towel all the way back there. And I've tried, though. Yeah, I, oh, I'm sure I would give it a shot. <laughs> I've opened the door and held it with my foot and balled it up. And <laughs> Well, how do you know that, how do I know that you can't physically do it, right? I mean, <laughs> um, but there's another trash can, like, 10 or 15 feet away outside the secondary door to get out of there. And, but, you know, it's not, it's not convenient. And mm -hmm. I'm sure upper management has never gone down into that bathroom before, so they have never noticed. So, therefore, <laughs> housekeeping or, you know, facilities doesn't say anything because it's not part of their job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Yeah. So, yeah. Every once in a while I get stuck in that position, I'll just, I'll put like the first digit of my index finger and, and pull. I'm like, well, I've got a dirty index finger. And you walk around like yeah. this. <laughs> don't touch the index finger. Don't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know where this has been. <laughs> you don't, if you did. Uh. So um, I hear that uh, stimulus uh, refund checks have been going out. It has been said, 
And now we're talking about personal, right? We're not talking yeah. about business stuff. Last last week we were talking about businessy things and stuff, but now we're talking personal checks. Yeah. Um, now these are the same ones that our president issued, where it said like if you got a physical printed copy of the check, that his name is going to be on them as well. His name for real? Yeah, he put that so that if you're getting a check issued, that his name will be put on the Department of the Treasury. President Donald J. Trump will be on the checks. <laughs> nice. It's well. a campaigning move. It's marketing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh. Man, so, so we didn't have to, when we renew our license in Tennessee, you can choose to donate money towards the presidential campaign. So you don't I, have didn't, to. I didn't have to this year. No, he's got you covered. He's, he's, already, he's already got his name on the checks. And I can't imagine, you know, like how many idiots are out there who are going to say, wow, look at that. The president gave us our check. And you'd probably think that it came right from him, too. It went across his desk. You know, he, he did have that practice in his business that he signed all checks when he was, when he was running business. Uh, I, I did know. not know that. It doesn't really surprise me. So. And, and I don't know that, it, I mean, I don't know to what extent, though. He couldn't possibly have signed payroll. Couldn't possibly. But I maybe. I would think he wouldn't have time for anything else if he did. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah. <sighs> so, so, to answer your question, I have not seen any stimulus refund relief hit my bank account. But my parents have said that they have received theirs. And I don't know if it runs alphabetically. Uh, the Bells got theirs, but I'm also a Bell. The Nicolaituses are pretty far mid, midway through. We're down the road a little you're bit. You're down the yeah. road. So if they go alphabetically, you're hosed. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably <laughs> run out of money before I get mine. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Is somebody else broke? In the I don't know. You you had mentioned something though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the SBA loan was it two hundred? Was it three hundred sixty eight billion dollars? Was that the number? Was it around there? It, I it was, it was didn't pay any attention to it because I didn't expect I was going to see a dime of it. <laughs> it's yeah. It's the three hundred and some odd billion dollars that you know was put aside. Let's see, three hundred forty nine. $349 billion is exhausted in two weeks as per Bloomberg. There's other, there's other sites I found it on, but I kind of trust Bloomberg a little more than I do. Mm. Some other sites, uh, that's neither here nor there, but so the U.S. Small Business Administration is no longer accepting applications. So if you didn't get your application in two weeks ago or up to two weeks ago, you're not going to get anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, pretty much. Uh, and and so Bill and Tim and I were talking about this, Bill Wright and Tim Richter, friends of the show, been on the show. You know, they speculated that the larger companies on the uh, higher side of the number, less than 500 employees, but like 400 and some unemployed bigger companies think that the banks probably cherry picked those guys <laughs> because their 1% is a much better 1% than yours and my 1% interest. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. So, so are you saying that those businesses are the top 1%? Uh, no, I'm talking about the percentage of interest of gained on the money. 
But I was saying, like, you and I, we're not in the top 1%. No. Oh, there, no. Or, yeah. We, we have, I've got, I'm slightly less employees than 450, just a little bit less. I mean, I'm getting there. Me too. I'm a couple of <laughs> orders of magnitude down from there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother. So, so one cool thing about all this though. Okay. That I, I randomly a couple of weeks ago remembered my old yoga teacher from when I used to uh, live and train up in Vermont. And I said, I wonder what she's up to. I wonder if she's teaching online. Well, mm -hmm. sure enough, she is. And so I had the pleasure of taking a Hatha yoga class with my old teacher on Wednesday afternoon. Nice. So I thought that was kind of cool. It was just a, a good way to reconnect with her because I haven't been able to because, you know, she generally teaches physically up in Vermont and I'm usually physically in Medford, Massachusetts. So that was, that was really kind of cool being able to train with her again. And it was nice. I joined in. She's like, well, what a pleasant surprise. I said, like, I was thinking the same thing. So, so that how was pretty you, cool. How'd you do the hot yoga? No, no, not hot. Hatha. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, did you turn, turn the heat up? And yeah, just turn up, just, just crank the heat up. It's like a hundred and turn the net thermostat to, you know, to deep fat fry and just wait for it from there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, that was, it was really good reconnecting with her again. And, uh, you know, it was funny. And as I was in Shavasana, as, uh, as my, uh, computer often does, my surface dropped the internet connection. And that has been happening after a while, like even when I'll be teaching. So my setup when I teach is I use my phone for the camera. And you helped me a few weeks ago set this up. So mm -hmm. yeah, actually, I didn't even know you can see behind me. Um, that's my, you know, this is my recording studio and my yoga studio. So where nice. I, I work here is like right here on the floor. I have a spot where I set up my tripod, which is over there. And so this is essentially the view you have when I'm teaching, except I'm there with my back against the window. Right. And um, so what I'll do though is I'll often I'll put my surface here on the floor, so you can't see it from the camera point of view, but I can see it. And that way, if if students choose to leave their video on, I can have like a view of all my students. Right. So that's kind of handy. Um, so I've been doing that, but like when I take a class, obviously I don't need my camera for, you know, my phone. So I just have the surface sitting there. Mm -hmm. Well, a couple of times when I've been teaching class, like the internet connection would seem to like drop for a little bit and the camera, the, uh, the surface dropped out, but the phone stayed connected the whole time. So there's something to do with my surface and the Wi-Fi. I'm not exactly sure. Well, this time I made it all the way to Shavasana and then the connection dropped and time was going by, time was going by. And, you know, and I kind of like was th thinking about it. I was like, this feels really long. And <laughs> sure enough, I had been in class had ended five minutes previous and I never noticed. So, you know, I like, okay, stopped it. And I emailed her really quick. I was like, Hey, I didn't mean to bail. I just, you know, my, my computer crashed or whatnot. So, but tonight I'm going to be trying a different system for my, my screen instead of, of uh, the surface. Maybe, maybe it's a, it's a hidden spoken command that Cortana recognizes Shavasana and it's like, okay, I, I must go to Done. sleep. Done. It's time to make <laughs> yeah. override the power settings. I'm going to sleep in two minutes. That's right. Shavasana. Hey, hey Cortana, Shavasana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad feature. <laughs> so a nifty follow-up. I mm-hmm. have been using primarily my Apple AirPods Pro. Right. They're expensive, but I like them. Mm-hmm. And again, following up, like the one main thing I like about them over the others is the ability to use either one at a time. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And I think I may have talked about this on uh, the the previous podcast. But when I teach a yoga class now, that includes music. I have the right Jabra Elite sixty five T on the call, and the left one paired to my watch for music. So I can hear and talk and speak to my students in one earbud and the other one with my AirPods, I I can hear tunes. So if they choose to have my playlist synchronized, I can hear them. So it's probably the most high tech. I've got, you know, like a separate computer for uh, for, uh, the camera and audio, a separate one to watch, just see what my students are doing, and yet another device for the audio feed for me for music. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair for an IT guy. Overkill. <laughs> I tell some people about that, and they're just like, "I just, wow." <laughs> I was like, but no one's complaining about my video and audio quality, and I'm getting rave reviews for my playlists. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like doing it. So. so tonight, I'm actually switching back to restorative yoga. Okay. Uh, for the last few weeks online, I had been teaching um, uh, yoga for runners, which is kind of like an all-levels vinyasa, focusing mostly on the legs and stuff. Right. Because um, I was afraid that just me sitting there, you know, like people wouldn't want to watch me just like sitting there talking occasionally in a restorative class. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after I took and then substituted a uh, yin class, and I've been teaching a few yin classes, uh, you know, privates and stuff as well, I was like, no, I think I can do a, a quiet seated practice again. So in fact, yeah. I think that's like, as is often the case, probably what a lot of people need. So mm-hmm. going back to my, uh, my, my slower, lower uh, roots tonight, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually, and I'm also going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to deliberately throw some yin poses into my restorative class, which I have always been very, you know, strong on keeping the uh, dividing line between right. the two. Even though, like, to a casual observer, you may not be able to tell the difference just by looking. Um, but from the practitioner, they can feel very different. Mm-hmm. So. So uh, that ought to be interesting tonight. I'm curious to see how that goes. Well, and, and that's what I've been doing. I've been only doing yin, uh, and I've got to do – I mean, I've got to get into the physical side of things, where my lifting side of, yet, side of things, where I have a combination of lifting and yin, not, yep. not one or the other, but both. Yep. But one thing I'm finding is really annoying is if I'm – because uh, I'll do a lot online in the morning. So I get up at early, and, and I'll pick – pick somebody for the day and you cannot do those things too short. Like one minute in a, in a pose is I might as well have not done it because (laughs) (laughs) you know, three minutes, there are some poses I absolutely hate. I hate uh, caterpillar. I think that's where you're, you're seated and you're leaning forward. I hate it. It Uh takes me a minute and a half to relax. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the whole, the first part of it, I'm just like, oh, yeah. this sucks. And I get past it. <laughs> I'm also not a fan of caterpillar pose, the seated. I love, however, a standing forward fold. 
Yeah, I, I, I like that better. I wouldn't say I'm uh, tons better. I am better at it because gravity is helping me more. Yep. Uh, but I, I definitely like it better. But yeah. So it, when you do Caterpillar, do you sit up on something or are you just flat on the floor? Sometimes I do both. Uh, it depends on what I'm doing. If uh, one series that I do does a straddle lean forward, and if I've been up on the block for that pose and yep. caterpillars right after that, I don't like to do it because my knees are tired of being flexed. Gotcha. Uh, but I'll, I'll alternate that when I'm doing that. But yeah, gotcha. the block helps me, but it's, it does kind of strain my knees a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say it strains. Well, you can always you can always bend your knees too. Yeah. In caterpillar or in dragonfly, the wide-legged one. That's also an option. Mm -hmm. so, so keep that. Yeah. Right. If anyone ever asks you about that, you can just say Peter said. It's Peter okay. said. All right. Peter gave you permission. So. so but cool. I've I've gotten blocks now because uh, they're very useful and helps we with gravity and. Mm -hmm. Gravity is my friend in in some of these things. <laughs> Yoga with slash props props <laughs> that was the other reason too was like i was um i was trying to be able to do propless uh yoga and i did a, a couple of restorative classes that didn't use props they're like oh props are optional it's just so not the same that yeah. i i just couldn't you know it's like i i don't want to teach that kind of class you know, if you're going to do a restorative class, I want there to be props in it. Otherwise, it's just shavasana. Just lie down, <laughs> go to sleep. Just, just as effective, more power to you. You're all good. So, so that's not what I wanted to teach, though. So, um, so, Have you ever used one of the acupuncture mats? Those ones that, uh, you know, they kind of roll out and they've got like teeth that stick up not like nails I have, no i have not I, I know what you're talking about but uh no i'd be kind of curious about that i don't know if i'd want to do a, a moving yoga practice on that no i don't no no you i don't you, it's not supposed to be for yoga but it, i yeah. think it's for for relax uh, elizabeth bought me one for christmas and yeah. i have one um I just don't know when is the right time to use it when i would get the most benefits so it's supposed to help with back pain have no idea why uh, but it's supposed to help and uh, I've laid on it and it's really like a bunch of sharp pointy things in your, in your back and neck and um, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fun. Uh, have you, uh, have you tried to buy any uh, masks online? No, I have not. Have you? <laughs> I looked around and I saw a couple of ones that looked like, you know, like, all right, those might fit me. Those might be, uh, those might work. Um, ETA shipping was like June. <laughs> so I'm still, when I go out, I still use my balaclava. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's, if it's warm out, I just, you know, peel it back from my forehead and stuff. So I just got all that. But yeah. I generally do that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll suit up, you know, I've got my big glasses bigger than, these my, my readers here and I'll also pull my hood up over my head and despite all of that despite channeling my best snake eyes yesterday um, when I was out uh, I went to the Amazon locker oh incidentally if you have a choice between returning something at an Amazon locker or just ha paying the five or seven bucks to ship it back I'm shipping it from now on <laughs> It's not worth uh, even even yesterday with like zero traffic. It was just a hassle just driving out and back. 
Mm-hmm. Got a parking. Parking was easy, but still, I get there. I'm walking in towards the locker. But yeah, that that hassle, you know, versus the five or seven bucks of just you know being able to drop it like at the UPS store up the street, or maybe even into a mailbox drop box. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll like that. I just I have not yet figured out. I'm sure there's you know there's a rhyme and a reason to it. I just don't know what it is. How. Uh, Amazon decides whether you know it has to be mailed back to them or a UPS shipping label or you have to bring it to a UPS store or you have to bring it to Kohl's or you can bring it to a locker you know I'm like I'm I'm, I'm sure they there's a, a pattern to this but I've had all different experiences like yeah. when I had a giant patio umbrella that I accidentally ordered two of, I had to physically bring that to a UPS drop-off location. I couldn't, they didn't ship me a pre-printed label. It wouldn't be a pickup. I had to bring it to a UPS location. Mm -hmm. I've had things where I could bring to Kohl's. I've had things where I could bring, and you know, bring to and only to Kohl's. I've had things where I could bring only to an Amazon locker. I've had things that I could only mail back. I've had a couple of times I've bought stuff and they're like, you know what? Just keep it. (laughs) Some some underwear. (laughs) They're like, is it open? I'm like, yes, it's open. They're like, you don't have to return this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I follow. I understand. Um, And they're all the wrong size. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. Every one of them. I can't believe it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what their what their methodology is for determining those things. So well, I know for me, if it's less, if it's twenty dollars or less, I don't even think about returning it. Um, if it's uh, fifty, I really consider it. If it's up to a hundred, I'm definitely returning it. <laughs> but twenty, I don't even think about it. Gotcha. Not even going to consider it. Not, not going to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you have oh, kettlebell right. swings. Are you uh, kettlebell swinging? I am kettlebell swinging again. Now, I haven't done any today, and I may not today, but um, yesterday you- I did uh, 60 swings. Uh, day before, I think I was up to 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all at once. They're broken up. You know, I used to do just like 50, and it was just one shot. But I decided that, you know, doing like sets of 20 or 30 or whatnot, if I get more in throughout the course of the day, that's better. Um, Today, I've not been standing at my desk in the office the whole time, so I I haven't been doing it. Plus, I'm planning I'm going to go out and probably do another 10K after this. So, you know, I'm getting my exercise, but doing a little bit. I mean, kettlebell is a really good upper and lower body, um, you know, exercise. Yeah. I wish they weren't so expensive. I've got a couple of them. And the thing yeah. is, too, is I've had mine. I've had this. Um, you can't see it here, but I've had this guy down here on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's 54 pounds. And I've had that for more than 10 years now. Yeah. And uh, all I do with that is swing it. I mean, sometimes I'll do like a farmer's carry. Mm-hmm. and just walk around in, in circles around my, uh, my studio here, which is not, not a lot, you know, because it's a small studio, so I have to do a lot of laps to, to get anything out of that. But yeah. um, I have another lighter one here, which is adjustable. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so what's in here, these are four plastic plates, which are essentially almost weightless. Um, I forget if this is 12 or 18 pounds. I think it's got to be 18 pounds. Let me see. 
Maybe it's 12. It might feel about the same as mine. Yeah, I think it's 12 pound weight, but you can add like, I think two pounders into that. So you can mm -hmm. make it go up to like 20 or so. So I'll use that sometimes for, um, you know, like Turkish get-ups and stuff and do mm -hmm. other more, you know, like upper only body stuff. So yeah. a Turkish get-up. That's a very bad word, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those well, are the Greeks, awful. The, the Greeks <laughs> have their own get-ups too, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> so are we still talking about buying computers right now? Uh, did we talk well, about that last week? No, it was in the it was in our list, and it never it never got spoken about. But oh. buying yeah, buying computers right now is still horrible. So <laughs> I I bought uh, well, I'm not going to slander this company, but they should be slandered. I bought a brand new Dell XPS 15. It was supposed it was brand new with air quotes around it. Oh, see, it's those quotes that get it's you. Those quotes. Time. And I received it, and the it was a box within a box that was customized box, which is an Amazon box, which is not. And I didn't buy it from Amazon; I bought it from another retailer, and or and it did not even include the original packing, document, you know, books or anything. Fortunately, it worked. Uh, we're going. It's, it's You're a lucky. <laughs> yeah, it's a Dell XPS, and I'm gonna buy the extended warranty uh, on it after, you know, from Dell directly in case it goes funky. But, <laughs> but interesting. It, yes, Car carry on. No, I, yeah. yes. But that's been my experience right now is trying to buy, trying to find computers. Uh, it's all this really weird gray market. So what I'm doing now is I am buying directly from the manufacturer that I want to buy from, not, not a tech data, not an Ingram micro, not a CDW. I'm buying directly from the manufacturer mm -hmm. uh, because they can tell me exact dates. And I would rather wait until May to get the right equipment than what's going to, I mean, 18 months from now, I'm going to pay for the computers that I bought these last three or four weeks from not the proper channels because they were, that's where they were available. Yep. And things will stop working and you'll wish that you hadn't done it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I felt like I didn't, I had a choice. The choice was let my customers suffer and tell them, uh, no, you can't work from home because I'm going to have to buy some crap that's going to be problematic for me later down the road. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. that's, that's just, that's my burden as the service provider for my client. You know, it's going to suck for me later, you know, and I'm going to remind you, we had to buy this from when the nation, you know, when the world stopped. <laughs> Yeah, when the world yeah. stood still. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, it's funny because I have a, a one of my customers, one of my clients is, you know, he's using a, like an eight-year-old computer or something. And he's constantly finally getting to the point where he's complaining how slow it is. I'm like, yeah, dude, we have to replace it. So, well, can we upgrade it? And I found out this thing's running Windows 7 32-bit. Awesome. 
And I was like, no, man, it's so old. I don't even know if I can get parts. I'm, I'm sure I can get parts for it. I'm also sure it's not worth it. <laughs> so the funny part is I have another computer here that I just, you know, retrieved as part of a salvage operation. Uh -huh. The thing is like, it's in brand new condition, but it's also ancient. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, I was thinking I could sell this to him for like a hundred bucks or so. And it's a slight upgrade. Or I could get him a new machine for, yeah, we're just going to get him a new machine. Yeah, we're going to so, get him a new machine. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I just don't want to be in the, you know, like, what if, I mean, it's in great shape. It's in, like, it's hardly used at all. But if this thing dies within a month or a week or whatever of him getting it, he's going to hate me. You know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I just don't, don't, don't deal with it. Just, mm -hmm. just old computers, just not worth it. Yep. Unless you're going to put Ubuntu on it, don't mess with an old computer. Yep. Ubuntu and SSD and four gig of RAM, you've yeah. got a kicking machine. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's what, that's what my dad's running right now. Yeah. He's got an old, I'm pretty sure he's got four gigs of RAM and mm -hmm. uh, he's running Ubuntu Budgie. Budgie. Nice. Budgie. So, yep. So, yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Moving on. Moving on. So in addition, we've talked about doing some stuff online and you and I uh, and uh, your daughter and my girlfriend, we've played a couple of games of Munchkin, the card yes, game game, which translates really, really well to playing online. I was uh, kind of surprised actually, pleasantly surprised. But um, my, there it is. Yeah. Munchkin game. We should, we should play another game too. I don't know uh, what, what you're doing tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't make a game this weekend like we had hoped. Yeah, but, hit the farm. I was at the farm, and, you know, we had fire and everything else. Fire! <laughs> fire! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we should play that, though. But uh, my uh, a friend of mine also recommended Yahtzee online. Yahtzee. I mean, you know, for Yahtzee, you need, like, what, some paper and some dice? Yeah. And yeah. that should translate to online really, really easily. Yeah. And I was thinking about that too, is if you want to, there's this website that we started fiddling with because uh, some friends and I wanted to play, I wanted to play Deadlands and I told you about Deadlands. Mm -hmm. um, Deadlands, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, it's essentially Dungeons and Dragons, but set in the old weird West instead of, you know, so it's cowboys and cowboys and wizards as opposed to Dungeons and Dragons, right? Right. Um, and I was looking at this website called Roll20.net, which is, and there's a few others like this, but it's essentially a site geared towards taking games that you would normally play sitting around a table, you know, what we call pencil and paper games, online. Because I wanted to play with some friends of mine up in Vermont. Right. And then COVID-19 came along, and all of a sudden, it's not a nice to have. It's like the only way you can do this. <laughs> yeah. And so we've been playing with Roll20. And so, you know, like a number of other services that are online, this place has gotten a huge boost as a result of, you know, the pandemic. But um, it essentially, it has a lot of customizations, but the main feature is that it has a map. So you can say like, okay, my little knight will run over here and slay this dragon. Yeah. Um, and it has dice built in. 
but it has many other features like they built a deck of cards into it and you can you know customize all of your die rolling and stuff so you can play yahtzee if you need to roll five six-sided dice you can say roll five six-sided dice and then you can you know do that online so you can see what i rolled so there's no question about me cheating. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah all sixes, you know. Again? Again. What <laughs> are the odds, right? So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so, so I like that. So you could definitely play Yahtzee on Roll20. Um, there's, there's a subscription to it, or there's a free ad-supported version, so you can choose whichever you want. Um, the ads are not all that annoying and frankly, from what I've heard, you don't get a heck of a lot for paying for it. <laughs> so I've been toying with the idea of buying a subscription because, you know, I've logged tons of hours on this thing, uh -huh. but, um, but so far I haven't had to. So, um, yeah, anyway, so roll20.net is definitely my nifty for today. Um, and so anything where you could use, you know, like dice or cards you know, amongst multiple people over the internet, it's there. So it's pretty slick. Nice. We'll have to give, maybe give that a try too. Yep. Um, I mean, I like Munchkin. I'm just now learning it. So yeah. So I'm enjoying Munchkin. That. I don't think you could play online because you would have to make a deck for all of the cards like this. I mean, the same, you know, without your own physical cards, right. that would be a ton of work because you'd have to make entries for all of the cards. It's, enough work just setting up 54 cards from a standard poker deck <laughs> but doing like the hundreds of cards that are in munchkin that would just be prohibitively time consuming mm -hmm. yeah yeah i could see that so cool all do right, we have else? anything else no i don't i mean we don't have anything else uh nothing else planned i mean of course we talked about all kinds of things we didn't plan so right <laughs> but other than that, I think we're good. Yep. I don't know. I mean, is this normally the time where we would push the push? The, well, we 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 would ask no. We for shouldn't some push the, No, right, right. We shouldn't push the <laughs> yeah. So, so we we do want feedback, and if you would like us to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. Peter and I will both get emails from you and we can see and chat about that and uh, I'll also put links to our websites and our um, episode links of the uppervalleyyoga.com and the corneryogastudio.com and with that I think it'll be time hit the uh, what do we hit? You hit it man! The big red <laughs> button! <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> to contact either us or our guests visit blurringthelinespodcast.com if you like what you're hearing do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in itunes google play store or wherever you found us